Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Report on 66, either inside or outside the Beltway, and traffic continues to run well in the district on 295, 695, and 395. Maryland side, 95, Baltimore, Washington Parkway, each without delay between the Beltways. 50, clear sailing out to the Bay Bridge and running without delay on 270 between the Beltway and Interstate 70. WTLP Traffic Center presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. WindowNation.com. Bob Ingler, WTLP Traffic. All right, Bob. Veronica Johnson is 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Under clear skies and with relatively light winds, our temperatures will be dropping fast down into the mid-20s and mid-30s by early Tuesday morning. There is a chance for some patchy frost. Tomorrow afternoon, 43 to 48 degrees under sunshine, but it is looking like it'll be the coolest day out of the week. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Gaithersburg 37, Arlington 39, Lanham 36 degrees. Some parts of our area down to 25 overnight. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up tonight, we know what this franchise means to you. Dan Quinn introduced to Washington as the commander's new head coach. The next time you need a metro train, will it be there? He said they could be coming, but a dramatic cut still inside the metro general manager's proposed budget. I'm Mike Marilla. Montgomery County's school board names an interim superintendent before its formal vote. I'm Kate Ryan. A D.C. daycare center devastated in an explosion is getting more help. This is Kyle Cooper. It's newly released, this southern border bill. Created by the U.S. Senate, but it is, is it already dead? We're going in-depth at 9.15. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. A powerful atmospheric river hit Southern California yesterday, bringing record rain in some areas. Los Angeles Fire Chief Kristen Crowley. Los Angeles City Fire Department has already responded to over 130 flooding incidents. 49 mud and debris flows extinguished half of a dozen structure fires. Governor Gavin Newsom declared a state of emergency in eight counties. I'm Carter Evans in a neighborhood not far from LAX. They got nearly seven inches of rain so far. This is a hillside home. The woman who lives here says she heard tree branches cracking last night, and then a wall of mud smashes right into her bedroom. It's still slowly seeping in right now, and the worst part is she says insurance won't cover it. Buckingham Palace announces that King Charles has been diagnosed with cancer and will halt public duties as he undergoes treatment. The unspecified cancer was discovered during recent treatment for an enlarged prostate. CBS's Charlie Daggett outside the palace with it's more. It's likely that Prince William will step up and take a more public role. In the meantime, it's sort of the face of the royal family, but media attention will be high as his father undergoes treatment and his own wife recovers from her own medical treatment in the weeks ahead. An overnight drone strike on a military base in Syria that houses U.S. troops kills six Kurdish fighters. The USS strikes on Iranian-backed groups that have attacked U.S. forces in the Middle East are just beginning. Pentagon spokesman Major General Pat Ryder. This is the start of our response, and there will be additional actions taken to hold the IRGC and affiliated militias accountable for their attacks on U.S. and coalition forces. 
The Senate unveils a $118 billion bill on border security and foreign aid. It would allow the Biden administration to pause the asylum law and quickly deport migrants. CBS's Scott McFarland reports House GOP leaders say the Senate border bill is dead on arrival. There are also Democrats opposed to this bill, putting its passage further in doubt. California's Alex Padilla told us the bill goes too far and risks rejecting people who fled horrible situations in their home country and need asylum. An official with the National Labor Relations Board says basketball players at one Ivy League school are employees. CBS's Matt Piper reports. The regional director for the National Labor Relations Board says because Dartmouth has the right to control the work performed by the players and because the players perform that work in exchange for compensation, they are school employees. All 15 members of the school's men's basketball team signed a petition in September to unionize, which would allow them to negotiate a salary as well as practice hours and travel. The New Hampshire school can appeal the regional director's decision to the national board. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 903 here on WTOP, Monday evening, February 5th, 2024. Resting at 38, some of us down to the mid-20s later. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the the top local stories we're following this hour. And it's Dan Quinn now in the building and now in charge. The Washington Commanders introduced their new head coach this afternoon at a long-running news conference in Ashburn. Quinn says he's excited to get the franchise back to where he believes it deserves to be. There is nothing I enjoy more than doing hard with good people. And these guys here, they're some really good people. And, uh... I cannot wait to get it rocking. WTOP sports director and commander's beat reporter George Wallace was in Ashburn to listen to Quinn. He knows how important this franchise is to the area and to the NFL. And he said if he was going to jump back in in a head coaching spot, he wanted it to be the right place. And he wasn't going to do it if it wasn't. And he thinks this is the right time and the right place to get back in. Quinn was introduced along with the team's new offensive and defensive coordinators. Former Arizona Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury will run the offense. Former Cowboys defensive passing game coordinator Joe Witt Jr. is in charge of the defense. In December, Metro's general manager said station closures along with staff and service cuts were all on the table because of a massive budget gap. Since then, it appears the outlook for Metro is less bleak. But you're going to have to pay more to keep things moving. A $750 million deficit in December called for drastic cuts. But Metro General Manager Randy Clark this week will present the agency's board with his proposed budget, which he says doesn't include many of those cuts, such as the shuttering of several stations. But what is inside? A 12.5% fare increase that will kick in in the summer if the budget's approved. It also calls for fares to jump 25% for late night and weekend rail rides. The proposal also freezes salaries for Metro workers and management. Speaking to the media, Clark says the proposal comes as Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. promised to bring a combined $480 million of funding to the table. And he's optimistic, he says, the money will come through as the legislative process continues to make those payments a reality in the city and both states. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A new interim school superintendent has been chosen by the Montgomery County Board of Education just days after Monifa McKnight stepped down as the system's leader. WTOP's Kate Ryan with the latest. Monique Felder, who's been in public education for 32 years, is not a stranger to the Montgomery County school system. She started as a teacher in Montgomery County. She also worked in Prince George's County schools and served as superintendent 
for Orange County Schools in North Carolina. And she's now being tapped to serve as interim superintendent in Montgomery County. The Montgomery County Board of Ed says in its statement it is aware there was an investigation into financial disclosure reporting of an honorarium to Felder from an education consulting company in 2019, but that the findings were, quote, unsubstantiated. The planned appointment comes as school officials prepare to appear before two council committees on Thursday. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Big cities and small towns all across America are dealing with a spike in the use of the synthetic opioid fentanyl. Some local experts believe it is cheaper to buy counterfeit pills That is one reason so many people are overdosing right now. These counterfeit pills, they are pressed to resemble prescription drugs. Fairfax County Police Lieutenant Kevin White explains they're finding fentanyl in the shape of those medicines the most. Our Organized Crime and Narcotics Division has seized a significant higher number of fentanyl pills and powder in 23 than we did in 22. Cost plays a role in that. Before, White says counterfeit pills cost about $30. Over the last couple of years, we've seen that number go down to under $10 per pill. Ellen Volo runs the county's substance use task force. The number of non-fatal opioid overdoses in 2023 is about 30% higher than what we saw in the prior year. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. The county is using opioid settlement money to fund several projects in response to the rise in overdoses. The Southeast D.C. community is rallying to help the owner of a local daycare get back on her feet. She lost everything when her building recently exploded. WTOP's Kyle Cooper reports. A fundraiser for Regina Sneed and her workers at Baby Einstein is happening at Agua 301 in Navy Yard. 25% of every check will be donated to um, Baby Einstein. Tracy Johnson of Compass Realty helped organize it, saying her office mates who work in the area felt compelled to help Sneed and all the families affected. Sneed is grateful. We are appreciative to all of the people for, you know, donating, coming out, dropping off stuff. No kids were hurt in the gas explosion. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Well, a fundraiser has just ended at the restaurant that ran until 9 this evening. But the GoFundMe is still open, and I see here that it has raised almost $66,000. If you want to help, you just Google After Explosion and GoFundMe, and you will be taken right to that page. Coming up here on WTOP, the skyrocketing cost of car insurance. Stay with us now at 9.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, we're checking in again with Bob Imler in the traffic center. Around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia, traffic continues to run without report of incident or delay, and no work zones have uh, popped up as of yet. But uh, be alert, there should be some later on on uh, stretches of 95 or 66, although lately we haven't had nearly as many as we are in midwinter. On 66, both inside and outside the Beltway, all is quiet in both directions in the district. On 295 along 695 and 395, traffic runs well on each and in Maryland, clear sailing on 50 to the Bay Bridge, 95 on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway are good to go, each between the beltways, and all is quiet on 270 both ways. WTOP Traffic Studio furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency for the best dining, living room, and bedroom sets, plus brand-name mattresses. Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Let's go to Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. I am tracking another warming trend for the week on Into the Weekend. Now this evening here, our temperatures are falling off under mainly clear skies. We'll be down to about the mid-20s to mid-30s by early tomorrow morning. I'm forecasting anywhere from 43 to 48. 
28 degrees for Tuesday afternoon. And I am expecting sunshine and a sunny day on Wednesday with a high temperature around 50 degrees. Some high clouds will move in for the end of the week, Thursday and Friday, but still beautiful weather and feeling more like early April. We're close to 60 degrees on Friday. There is a chance for some very spotty showers the upcoming weekend. Spotty showers and a little bit of drizzle. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in a First Alert Weather Center. Reston is at 38, Bethesda 39, National Mall 42 degrees. Some of us could be down to 25 overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news now, 10 and 40 past the hour. We go to Erica Herskowitz. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Despite the recent slowing rise in the rate of inflation, car insurance premiums have skyrocketed. According to a bank rate survey, the national average cost for full coverage car insurance is $2,543 a year. That's up more than $500 from a year ago and accounts for almost 3.5% of the median household income. Google is gearing up for an expansion in gaming. Parent company Alphabet is investing $20 million in staff is Pro, a sports virtual reality startup. When was the last time you bought a mask to protect from COVID? Demand for masks has dropped so much last year into this that 70 of the roughly 100 mask-making companies launched in the U.S. during the pandemic have now closed, and U.S. mask production has fallen 90%. Dow Jones reports global supply of high-quality masks has now bounced back sufficiently for most American hospitals to buy them from overseas again, rather than from here. Stocks closed lower on Wall Street. The Dow fell 274 points. The Nasdaq lost 31. The S&P dipped 16. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Erica Herskowitz on WTOP. And checking the Asia-Pacific markets, we have mostly higher, but not everybody. It looks like uh, the uh, Tokyo stocks are up about 1%. Other Asia-Pacific markets are up between 1% and half a percent. Uh, And the Shanghai Composite is slightly lower. We'll keep watching for you on WTOP every half hour here at 10 and 40. Well, next on WTOP, we're waiting quite a long time for the text of this new Senate bill to come out. It has to do with reforming the southern border, but also a lot of money that would go toward Israel and Ukraine funding. Is the whole thing dead tonight? We're going live to Capitol Hill to get you updated on that. Stay with us here on your breaking news, traffic and weather station, WTOP. Hey, Washington, D.C., are you looking for new ways to save? Well, on Verizon, you don't need to be on a family plan to get our best deals. Switch to Verizon, and for a limited time, plans start at just $50 per month for a single line with auto pay plus taxes and fees when you bring your own phone with unlimited welcome. That's a savings of $15 per month. And when you switch now, you can save on the things you love to stream, like Netflix and Max. There's never been a better time to switch to the network America relies on. A better plan to save is Verizon. This offer won't last long. Visit your local Verizon store to switch and save big today. $180 BYOD promo credit per phone applied over 36 months for new customers with one new line with your own 4G or 5G smartphone on unlimited welcome plan required. $360 local promo credit applied over 36 months for new customers with one new line. Additional terms apply in select markets only. Auto pay and paper-free billing required. For unlimited welcome plan in times of congestion, unlimited 5G and 4G LTE may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Domestic data roaming at 2G speeds. Coming up here on WTOP, safer streets in a very dense part of our area. Can we do anything to save lives for people on foot and who are running or riding their bikes? Stay with us for that later this half hour. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Don't let someone else enjoy your refund. Save up to 25% your first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Easy Cater presents We've Got Your Back. Up singers. So I order food on Easy Cater for a meeting with a new client in Jackson. On my way to the airport, it hits me. The client is actually in Jacksonville. So I call Easy Cater. Nina picks up right away. She called me right back and said you're all set. Jackson, Easy Cater has your back with 24-7 support. Order at EasyCater.com and know. We got your back. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It is 914 and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Senate negotiators finally disclosed the details in the Senate bill on southern border security and foreign aid last evening. Congressional Republicans immediately stepped up their criticism of the bill, with House Speaker Mike Johnson saying this bipartisan Senate bill is even worse than expected. Donald Trump also lobbing some verbal bombs from the outside. Joining us live to talk about what is clearly an uphill battle here for the bipartisan border deal in the Senate is Michael Schnell, congressional reporter for The Hill. Welcome back, uh, Michael. I I don't even know if I've underplayed a little bit in my introduction just how uh, tough sledding this thing has right now. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> hey, Dimitri, to say this is an uphill battle is is probably an understatement. Um, it is going to be an uphill war for these uh, negotiators to get this piece of legislation over the finish line. We have seen a number of conservatives in the Senate come out against this bill, saying that they will not vote on a motion to proceed on Wednesday. We've also seen a handful of progressives come out against it, and that's just in the Senate. But you, you put it right there perfectly. If this piece of legislation, and that is a big if, if it makes it out of the Senate and over to the House, Speaker Johnson has already said it is dead on arrival. Majority Leader Steve Scalise has said that the House will not vote on it. So remember, Dimitri, this was months of tireless negotiations to finally come up with an agreement, and it does not look like it's going to make it into law. So what is the story politically? Because we understand that there's a lot here that Republicans have been clamoring for, if not months, then for, for many years as they look at the southern border situation. Why is it that now they're not willing to go along with this and not even go along, but actually support something that they've been pushing? Yeah, Republicans have been sounding the alarm about the situation at the southern border for a really long time. And then it was late last year where Republicans essentially said, if you want to pass more aid for Ukraine, you're first going to have to address the situation at the southern border. That is what launched these bipartisan talks in the Senate to come up with this border security package. And as you mentioned, you know, months later, we finally have a product here, but a number of conservatives are now saying they will not support it. Now, why exactly? There are a few different reasons. On the surface, they're saying publicly that they don't think the border security legislation goes far enough. They're not happy with the provisions. They don't think it's conservative enough. Of course, Dimitri, it's an agreement and it's a bipartisan negotiation. So anything that was going to come out of Congress was going to have to be, you know, bipartisan, no side was going to be thrilled. So that's what they're saying on the surface. And then some folks were even saying publicly, but the thought among Democrats uh, of why they're opposing it is because we're in an election year. It's officially 2024. The primary season is in full swing. General elections just around the corner. And some Republicans are openly saying that they do not want to hand President Biden a win on such a politically prickly topic of immigration in an election year. Now, uh, Republicans also may be 
having the calculation that they're going to win big in Congress and then Donald Trump will return to the White House and then they can comfortably pass whatever they want. But uh, as we all know, there is such a thing as an election that may be standing between those dreams, you know, and reality. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, the, 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 you know, Republicans are saying that they want to wait until former President Trump is back in the White House. That is, of course, a big if. And then also what a lot of folks are saying is that, <clears throat> again, we're talking about immigration reform and border security, two extremely politically polarizing, politically prickly matters. Uh, a lot of folks are saying that even if there was a, a Republican in the White House, you wouldn't see Democrats having these concessions on the border. I mean, there's a provision in this bill that says that the president has the authority to shut down the border if crossings reach a certain threshold in a day. I mean, you probably wouldn't see a concession like that from Democrats if there was a Republican in the White House. So a lot of folks are saying that this is the time, that this is the time where we are going to get the best deal possible. We have to act on it. But again, some Republican senators just don't want to play ball. Final question is a very simple one. When is the Senate vote? First vote is scheduled for Wednesday. That'll be on a motion to proceed. Um, but again, there's a big question of whether or not it will have the 60 votes to break the filibuster and, uh, and, uh, and get to the next step in the process. Thank you so much for joining us. Good to talk to you again. Thanks, Dimitri. That's Michael Schnell, congressional reporter for The Hill. Top stories here on WTOP, the latest on Secretary of State Tony Blinken's newest trip to the Middle East. And Dan Quinn is introduced as the commander's head coach, sometimes using profanity. He said he badly understands how much the fan base wants to win again. Keep it here for details. Traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, we're going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Virginia, listener says, uh, out of view of the camera, 95 southbound, the ramp to Dale City. Uh, Dale Boulevard is closed at exit 156. There is a... A car off the road. Tow truck is trying to retrieve that. So for now, you might want to exit at Prince William Parkway, uh, at least for the next few minutes. Otherwise, on 95 itself, the lanes are open. 395 is doing all right both ways between the Beltway and the 14th Street Bridge. And 66 runs well both inside and outside the Beltway, setting up uh, road work in the express lanes eastbound near Nutley Street, blocking the left lane. But certainly there's no delay for that. In the district, up and down 295 along 695 and 395, each running without delay in Maryland, 50, clear sailing, uh, getting out to the Bay Bridge. And 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway are fine between the beltways. Traffic on uh, 270 also runs without delay. I believe they set up a works on the southbound I-97 before Route 50. Be down to a single lane getting by that, but again, without delay. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. All right, Bob, let's go to Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist, and we like what we're seeing in your forecast, Veronica. <laughs> that must be all the sunshine to meet true yes. this dry yes. stretch. Exactly. Yeah, it's been a week since we had one inch of rain or more. So we've had this chance now to dry out in a couple more days coming our way. Tomorrow morning, a little bit of light frost expected around the area. Temperatures will be starting out in the mid-20s to mid-30s, so a lot of sub-freezing locations. Winds light throughout the uh, uh, morning hours and much of the day, 43 to 48 degrees for tomorrow afternoon. So that puts us really right near average in our coolest day out of the work week. We're shooting for 50 degrees Wednesday afternoon with sunshine, some high clouds on Thursday, 55 your afternoon forecast, and then around 60 degrees on Friday itself. There may be a little light shower coming in Friday night, but it's a low chance of that and a low chance, too, of a little bit of rain for the upcoming weekend. So maybe some spotty showers here and there. Otherwise, plenty of dry hours. Partly sunny skies on Saturday, the high 65, and partly sunny on Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, just under 60 degrees. 
degrees. Right now, we've got clear skies out there. Lorton, Virginia, 39. Frederick, Maryland, 36 degrees. Alexandria, at 41. Thank you very much, Veronica. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Well, still ahead here on WTOP, we're talking about making our streets safer in all parts of the area, but we'll tell you what they're trying in a very dense city in Prince George's County. And then part of the fun of the Super Bowl is uh, watching rich people (laughs) spend money that the rest of us don't have for those pricey seats in Las Vegas. Stay with us as we talk about the VIP packages. Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed. Limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. Nothing says I love you like romantic, timeless jewelry. Even better when you can save an extra 20%. Right now at Diamonds Direct, all fashion favorite jewelry is 20% off. That's earrings, bracelets, pendants, bands, colored gemstone jewelry. Get 20% off Diamonds Direct's already unbeatable prices. Special financing, too. Get her something she can enjoy and appreciate for years to come. A fashion favorite from Diamonds Direct. Shop in-store or online at DiamondsDirect.com. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Rise and shine. Time to get your day moving. 7 News is on your side. From the moment you wake up, bringing you local news you need to prepare for the day and get out the door on time. Every minute of every morning, 7 News is on your side. Good to have you here. It's 923. Well, 25-year-old Leandra Matthews of Akakik has now been ordered to prison for 25 years for the 2017 strangulation death of her 17-year-old brother, Christian Matthews. Now, Leandra Matthews was convicted of second-degree murder in a plot that prosecutors say she helped people carry out, including her boyfriend and twin sister. Her co-defendant, twin sister, LeMay Matthews, still to be sentenced. Her other co-defendant, Daniel Howard, faces trial over the summer. Prosecutors say her boyfriend, Tyshawn Lipford, was the one who strangled Christian. Lipford was convicted and sentenced to 30 years in prison. 924 here on WTOP. Federal dollars are going to what is known as one of the densest cities in Prince George's County. WTOP's John Doman tells us it comes at a time when deadly crashes involving those who walk or run or are riding a bike are all up. The hope is this money now saves lives. Nearly $11 million in federal money is getting spread around in Brentwood, Riverdale Park, and Edmonston, but the bulk of it is coming here to Matt Rainier to help with several projects as part of its Vision Zero plan. So when you see the crosswalks right here, they're going to be raised in order to allow to be able to see the kids a lot higher. This city is small but dense, less than two square miles in size. And so Mount Rainier Mayor Selena Benitez says... You're seeing easily, like, you know, over a thousand people walking a day within the streets. She also plans to bring art into these intersections, bright colors and maybe even murals in the middle of the road. That also shows that they reduce um, speed as well. In Mount Rainier, John Dome in WTOP News. This year's Super Bowl is a pricey affair. CBS News correspondent Wendy Gillette reports on who's paying big bucks to attend the game on Sunday. Super Bowl. When you watch this year's Super Bowl, you might be curious about the kind of person who snagged a ticket that goes for thousands of dollars. It's become, I would say, almost an 80% corporate to 20% private. 
uh, demographic that is attending the event. Barnabas Correga is CEO and founder of the GR8 Group, which creates curated experiences to attend high-profile events like the Super Bowl. We've done things with uh, NFL legends, past Super Bowl champions. The cost for that kind of personalized experience ranges from twenty-five to seventy-five thousand dollars a person, and this year's suites are going for a million dollars. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. This year's tickets are.